time for another wrestling podcast. All right, all right, all right. Are you fucking kidding me? Guys, I got blocked again on Twitter. I'm your mark of marks. That's the most reliable source on the interwebs. The social assassin at your disposal, bitches. Rock me bottom. Guys, it's been uh, it's been two weeks. It's been uh, some downtime. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> are, are you are you, are you cutting an Alistair Black promo right now? <laughs> I am in the, the depression Christ. of my salt lamp. All I have is a salt lamp on right now. Cause you're in like a black room. This reminds me of those Alistair Black vignettes on on fucking SmackDown. It's getting real tonight. That's I'm just happening. gonna sit here and talk calmly about the size of my girl's ass. Guys, I don't know what the hell's going on anymore. Uh, no time for anything. No time for wrestling. Uh, just, Are you recording right now? It. I am recording. I'm just going right into it. We're just going. Oh, boy. I wish I would have had something better than the size of my girl's ass then. Just saying. <laughs> Way to warn me, fucker. It's been two weeks. I'm a little rusty. I'm sorry, bitches. Well, for the, everyone wondering where we've been for the past two weeks, just look at the product right now, and then you'll understand why we took two weeks off. All right, so, guys, what are we going to talk about this week? Uh, I don't know. It's not really not much to talk about. Well, that's, there that's there is a lot to talk about, but, I mean, are we are we technically complaining? Well, uh, or, it, no, this is it has to be. I mean, we're paying for this. We're there this, this is supposed to be what we want. We're the fans, right? We're uh we're shelling out our money. Guys, listen. Every week on the show, I, I like to have a rundown. I like to have a script. Not a script of what we're saying, but just bullet points like we're going to talk about this and then we're going to talk about that. No script this week. Fuck the script. No script, no outline, no rundown, because I just, I think the people have to hear from each of us individually, so I think we should go around the room and talk about what is bothering you as a fan, just so we all hear it in the open, because I know we talk to each other on Messenger, and nobody hears or sees it, because some of the things we say shouldn't be out there, Uh, (laughs) but this is the time people can actually hear what we feel personally, so I think, take like five, ten minutes each, talk, I'm going to throw it to Mike first, Mike, I want to get this out there. I gotta ask a question. Go for it. No holds barred. Is this a safe space? This is, I, was just, I was just gonna say. Anybody this gonna ask? Like, um, I, I, I just want to know because I, I want to feel free to say what I want to say you know, without what? some fuck boys who, <laughs> who, because they swept the floor somewhere in fucking Stanford, they're know-it-alls. Cooter, you, you, you have the talking <laughs> stick right now. Unleash, oh, I do. Unleash oh, the beast. I have, I, I have. Okay. Listen. I get it. I saw a tweet from Frankie Kazarian about uh, people complaining about who wrote this stuff and worrying about this segment and that segment. And to a certain extent, yeah, I agree with it. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm fully aware that I shouldn't give a shit who wrote what and who's in in charge of this and who I shouldn't care about that but what I do care about is the quality of whatever fuckboy is doing the job of a fuckboy in a fuckboy way and I'm sorry to use your phrase Mike but there just there's a whole lot of 
fuckboyism going around. There's a lot. There's a, there, there's a lot of it. C- can I pass the baton, please? Carry <laughs> on with this part of, of the conversation. So, so what's been pissing me off lately? I mean, I, I, I feel like my intelligence has been insulted on multiple occasions. I mean... After WrestleMania, they they have really done nothing with a Becky Lynch. They have done nothing with with anything in particular. No storylines really captivating me. And 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 there's no one. There's no dance partner for mm-hmm. Becky Lynch. And I can't take anything away from uh, my my Pornhub spirit animal, Lacey Evans. But I don't think she's ready for that spotlight just yet. I think they needed more time to build her. That's a different story. The way things are being booked, it, it feels lazy. It feels just thrown together. And, you know, other people are saying, oh, you're complaining. You're complaining. Shut the fuck up. I'm upset. I'm passionate about this, okay? We all have a favorite sports team. I love the fucking New York Yankees. And they have an amazing lineup. The WWE has an amazing roster. And they have a billion-dollar company. They could afford to split two writing teams instead of having one giant one doing everything. When the New York Yankees are playing like shit and they're playing lazy, I get pissed off. And I get frustrated because I know that they could play ten times better. Well, in the wrestling world, I'm watching Raw... And I'm, I'm watching how things are being booked. Everything's being scripted. This, you know, oozy hot segments, Ugh. these tags, it, it's terrible. And I'm getting pissed off because I know they can do so much better. And someone tried to tell me, oh, well, you try writing three hours a night on Monday and then two hours on, on a Tuesday. All right, well, you also are a billion-dollar company who can like split tell that the same writing. person. I'd like to tell that same person, you try walking for 10 minutes straight without breathing heavy. <laughs> I'm saying, like, like, why can't they do this draft or this brand split like they did it back in the early 2000s where SmackDown was its own thing and they had their own writing team? Raw was its own thing and had their own writing team. It was amazing. There really weren't any hiccups. And now it's just it, – I just I, – and we're going to get into this wild card. I'm not going to get too deep in it because that's going to be another topic. But I, I'm just – I don't know, man. And, and Cooter, I know you shit on AEW all the time and, and all this stuff. But uh, I, I, you know what? I, I, you know what my opening line was going to be? It was going to be, so uh, what happened on, uh, you know – AEW YouTube show this week. A lot happened, actually. And you know uh, what? And I watched some of it, and I was actually uh, entertained. Yeah. And I, I feel like... I, I don't know if they if the WWE is just too cocky and they don't care. Oh, there you go. They're going to tune in anyway. But the, the ratings... <laughs> the, the ratings aren't helping you right there. And they can't blame the NBA playoffs because the NBA playoffs aren't entertaining at all. Nobody gives a fuck about the playoffs this year. This is making me more invested into waiting for AEW to finally start kicking off. It's pushing me away, and I I love the WWE, but I I just as a fan, like maybe maybe I need to take a step back and just kind of reevaluate my fan card and just kind of like not go out of my way Monday nights. 
Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's it just it's it's aggravating, it really is. And if you fuck boys out there want to say I'm complaining, call me out on Twitter because I'm gonna put you in your fucking place. Well, it, it's it's quite it's been quite an interesting few weeks because I mean after WrestleMania, WrestleMania was great in my eyes. Everything that I wanted to happen happened. Like everybody got the titles I want. You know, it was like a win-win for me. Coming mm-hmm. off of that, I'm like, all right, the Raw after Mania. What are they gonna give us? Nothing like it wasn't like it's it's, it's they hyped it every year and then it was like uh, who returned it was there was no it was like no big returns it was like you said they have the the money they have the money to buy the best talent in the world and right now it's like from uh, Raw SmackDown NXT NXT UK then the women's division then the women's tag titles and like you said there's two there's like too few writers doing too much. You know, if they're going to complain about, oh, like you said, how you try writing for three hours one night, then two hours another night. Yeah, it should be two different people, like two different kinds <sighs> of teams and stuff. <sighs> and what <sighs> we always say this about wrestling is that I think it's the easiest thing to book because you give the fans what they want. You know what's going to piss them off. Like, you do that. Team Exhibit A, a team like The Revival, who... I'm not saying they're the greatest tag team in the world, but they're a great tag team. And to to like the Usos, another amazing tag team. Put them in a ring and let them fucking wrestle. Tell the story in the ring. I don't need a fucking I'm sneaking up on these guys in the shower shaving their fucking back like then they're spraying shit in their junks, uh, their their drawers or whatever and that like, why are they making it so ridiculous when it's so easy? Like, just put them in a match, have them chase the fucking championship. Why are they? It's like they have to think outside the box. I'm done with outside the box. Just stay in the box, keep it how the fans <laughs> want it, and you know, stop trying to give us these ridiculous storylines. And I just something's got to give, guys. Because lastly, Fox has a new deal with them in October for SmackDown, and those ratings aren't anything to brag about from now. Can you imagine? SmackDown getting canceled. I saw somewhere it could be a possibility if they can't keep up a certain like a uh, number rating. Like you know, if it's if it's the lowest on their fucking programming, they can just axe them. Something to that here, effect. Here, here's something interesting because I I was quoted literally on the episode after WrestleMania saying I kind of get it. Like I I felt like I had the epiphany because I felt like that card at WrestleMania had something for everybody. You're not going to sit there for eight hours and enjoy every match, but someone is going to enjoy that particular match. It was it was a good balance. And where I disagree with Mike is he's saying that it's it's lazy booking and that, that, that they should have separate writing steps. Here's the problem. It's not lazy booking. It's overbooking. That's what it seems. Instead of just having two guys have a match – to start a, and, and start a feud in the ring as opposed to this, like you're saying, stupid shit. It, it's just too – you're trying too hard. The, these things can fucking write themselves. Or at least you'd like to think so. I mean, Mike, you're, you've always talked about storytelling in the ring. You want to be invested in a match. Yep. I, when the fuck – we get so happy on the very rare occasion, and it maybe happens once or twice a year, where they just actually start off raw with a match. But no, the ratings are down. 
We gotta bring the big dog back to Raw. Go fuck your hand. Why? That's one thing I I don't understand, and it pisses me off because I I'm I'm a fan of the the brand split. I I do like it. I like you know that you have something on Monday that's different than Tuesday. I, I I like that, you know, and then NXT is different on Wednesday. So I have three different options I could choose from. Now you're going to feed me Roman on Monday and then again on Tuesday. I don't know how Fox is going to feel about having, you know, well, you know, you we're going to have Roman on, on SmackDown. Why are we going to want him on or anything on Monday when you're going to recycle it again on Friday? It's not going to make sense. And it's just a lot of stuff that's just happening. Like, and, and when I say lazy booking, I didn't in that aspect. I understand what you mean, but there, there's right. a lot of lazy stuff going on. It, it's it's just they kind of just throw shit at the wall and just go with whatever because they don't feel like putting in the time. That's just how I feel. And in that tag division, like, what what has the tag titles done for Zack Ryder and Curtis Hawkins? You took the belts off of the revival for what reason if i understand if you were going to actually do something with this then i get it but you, they didn't even have an entrance on raw and they got smashed by the the war whatever they are this week <laughs> they, they got whatever. smashed and, uh. and it's just terrible and and the benefits of this week was and, and kofi kingston he defended the WWE title on Raw, and he defended it on SmackDown. Now, unfortunately, I missed the WWE title match on Raw because I was just so mentally burned out by Raw this week that I just had to turn it off and go, go to sleep. I, I That's how much Raw frustrated me that I didn't wait for that WWE title match. I, I just couldn't. And I heard it was a good match. And, and, what, is, and what has our Universal Champion done? Nothing. Exactly. Nothing. You know, this. I think we talked about it a while ago, and it's. I think it's a, a topic everybody keeps bringing back up. But I feel like this is what happens when you don't have competition to where, you, who are you competing against? You're competing against yourself, and that's sad because nobody's watching any of your programming now, except for probably NXT. But that's. I mean, it, it's it's raw. Monday Night Raw. Uh, what the fuck do you? What do you do each week? And. Uh, I fucking had a thought, and I can't remember what it was because I had to turn the lights on. I got on. a great thought for you, Credo. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I have not watched NXT the last two weeks because I'm burnt out too from much. smoke coming out of my ears from Monday and Tuesday shit shows where it's like, you know what? I don't even want to watch this fucking I, – I, I don't. Yeah. I, I'm just done. Nice Do you know what I watched literally before – we, we started recording this. What's that? I just watched this week's episode of 205 Live. It is the best book show, live show of the week. It's pretty fucking sad when the match of the week <laughs> is Akira Tozawa versus Mike fucking Kanellis. That is a fact. Well, you know who it's books that show, right, Kudu? Credo, it was the best storyline. Simple. They've had a, a little feud. They've had a couple of matches together. A few interferences here and there from Maria and fucking uh, Tazawa's guy there. Uh, what the fuck is his name? Spanky. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. It's you know, they've got that little storyline built. And they fucking had a main event, little no DQ match. And they fucking, they told the story in the fucking ring. 
You didn't need Vince going, ah, ha, ha, this will be great. Let's call them. Let's call them <laughs> the Japanese experience. Oh, I had an epiphany. Yeah. A wild yeah. card. You didn't so, know how many people were fucking going back and forth. Before, Four, before we get into three. the wild card, before we get into the wild card, Cooter, huh. I remember we had a conversation a couple weeks ago how we kind of felt how Vince is trying to screw Triple H in the NXT brand. Remember I this did. conversation we had? Yeah. Okay, yes. so... Now, they have NXT TakeOver 25 happening June 1st. Tickets went on sale today. A month, they, they literally rush-jobbed this. It was supposed to be in San Antonio, but due to the fact that they're going to be in Saudi Arabia, which I don't understand why they still couldn't have had the WWE go to Saudi Arabia and still had the NXT take. I, I That stuff I don't understand. They moved it to Bridgeport, Connecticut. That's interesting. Which is is close to us, but it's I don't see Bridgeport, Connecticut as you know an NXT type of place, like an NXT city. And it, it, I just feel I, I I don't know, man. I, I don't I don't know how you feel about that. I just kind of feel like they just kind of just back Triple H against a wall. I'm gonna tell you this: the fucking arena in Bridgeport is not all that big. It's not, and and then I'm gonna follow that up with if you can sell the Poughkeepsie Civic Center out, you, you can sell out the arena in Bridgeport because the population there is ridiculous. I'm just hoping that they can get like the fan base that we would see uh, at a normal takeover at, you know. I I really hope and and what I really hope is they could take the product of NXT and put it into in a city like Bridgeport, Connecticut, which is not a smart mark city. Which it's not a touristy city, you know. There's there's no big events happening the next day, and NXT could still be successful. Carlos uh, thought is back. <laughs> I remembered. So I was talking about Triple H and no uh, no uh, competition. Like it's uh, we used to talk like oh it's the Duke the, the Jumpster or uh, Doink the Clown era. Uh, and that's, I feel like, is a big problem, and I think that's why a lot more people who are crapping on uh, AEW are starting to like, hey, soon, right? Soon, right? Like, they also announced, it's going to be announced soon, is that they're going to have a TNT deal, so that could be coming in October. So while WWE right now is sucking without no competition, your competition is starting to boil up and get uh, noticed, if you will, because people apparently are watching Impact Still, I haven't turned that shit on. They, they ruined Honestly, that part for me. I you can... know, I'm going to be honest with you, I, and I, and I will. I've been on record saying how much I hate Impact. I believe TNA still has me blocked on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have to check. I love that little tidbit of a fact. That is a fact. They they blocked me on Twitter last history, year. History. Um, but I will tune in every now and then, and. I we compl- you want to call it complaining fine say I'm complaining I don't give a fuck but we we talk about the current product but as you said the grass is greener on the other side so the stuff I watched outside the WB now now Cooter I know you're not invested in AEW but I'm fully invested in the brother versus brother storyline I think they're going somewhere good with that I watched I got to watch the Crockett Cup tournament and i have to say that was great i think nick aldis is one of the most underrated champions in the world the guy is amazing he doesn't get any credit that he deserves 
The Rock and Roll Express, we joked about how old those fucking guys are. They can those still old, go. They can <sighs> still fucking move and go. It, and that Crockett Cup tournament was amazing. Look at that lazy In- eye. <laughs> Impact. <laughs> Impact put on a show. There were some matches that I weren't really too into, but it was still a good show. And you had Gail Kim versus Tessa Blanchard, which was an amazing match. And if you guys haven't seen that match, try to watch that match. I was not going to watch it. Did did Gail Kim retire? uh, Well, she came out of retirement. One of those. Just to wrestle... Tessa Blanchard. She didn't go out on her back. Her last match, she won the the Impact Women's Championship. So it was like when I, Trish left. I, yeah. So I guess she came back to go out the right way to kind of pass the torch to Tessa Blanchard. By the way, that's a sexist statement. She didn't go out on her back. <laughs> We're in the middle of a Me Too movement, you <laughs> fuck boy. Oh god. But but what I'm saying is, it's like the the grass is greener. On the other side, and and I think the WWE needs to start realizing that, and I think they're starting to realize that because you have talent that are trying to leave, and now they they're saying that talent are no longer required can ask for their releases wow. because I think they're starting to pick up that like you know shit like they know, can lose all their talent to put them on the other show and everybody's gonna watch yeah. that show. <laughs> Sasha Sasha Banks is pulling a, a Neville right now and just sitting at home writing out her contract. Yeah, well, that's not going to work if they decide that they're going to freeze that shit. Yeah, if, well, if, I, I don't know, and I don't know the logistics behind it, but I think that only has to do with injuries. I may be wrong, but I think that's only an injury thing. I'll tell you what, if, if for all these guys that are wanting to get out of their contract, don't do that shit because if you're out of sight, you're out of mind. And if you fucking sit home for a year and a half, just because you're good now, you know, the fucking... There's another flavor of the week coming right behind you, and people could like that flavor a lot more than they did you. I would ride that contract out. Don't even say you want to leave until, like, the very last second to where, you know, like, you're at that last day of your contract, and so they can't, like, hold you more. You know what I mean? So don't fucking be a bitch and try to get out of your contract because they're going to fucking blacklist you and put you in the back of catering. They're going to leave you behind fucking... Uh, EC3 at catering. That's how. Or not. Not only that, they'll try to double your money, and if you turn that down, then they're going to book you in Usi Hot segments. What they did with the revival. I mean, you guys guys hear about what they did with the revival? Revival Off. They allegedly they offered the revival each of them five hundred thousand dollars a year, and they turned it down. Um, so now they're being booked. This is their punishment, basically, is they're being booked like shit. So basically, if you don't do what the WB wants that you to do when it comes to contracts, if you don't resign with them, they're going to book you like shit. It, but at the same time, Ambrose went out perfectly fine. He did I think it nice. He did it place. nice, man. He fucking, uh, he went out putting people over, you know, he was there all till the end. That's what people need to do. He was booked like shit too at the end. Let's be honest. He did a lot of jobs. Oh, that's last... Yeah. But I, I, mean, think, I think he knew that was his role. And I think, I think he, you know, knowing that, you know, the grass is going to be greener at 12.05 AM when his contract expires, you know, I think he was fine doing those jobs because I, we haven't even got to discuss the, the video that dropped with him, with the who? fucking, and the Ambrose promo or the John Moxley promo. 
we ne- we we weren't even on when we got to discuss that. I loved that promo. It's him in a prison cell. I'll tell you what. My, my first my first impression was WWE made that. I'm Tom. It's just it looked like one of their so. old promos. But I'll tell you what. If that was like an, it's gonna be curious to where he shows up because then that'll say like who did it kind of thing. To where I had my three options of a WWE did it as a thank you for fucking whatever. B he just knew the WWE people who'd usually do stuff like that. And like hired them to just make something for him, or oh, yeah. C, it's like an AEW, New Japan, what you know, who knows who made it. So it'll be interesting to see where he, what he finally Pe- does. People, but. people were trying to say, ah, oh, it's a work. You know, he's coming back to WWE as John Moxley. First of all, let's erase that thought. That's not happening. They he's not going to come Mania back. Match. They wouldn't fucking do that shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he's not coming back as John Moxley because he's going to come back. Any if that were to happen. You know, you put a, a pig in a jacket, you're still going to see that it's a pig. I'm not saying Ambrose is a pig, but you're still going to see it's a pig. So Ambrose is going to come back as John Moxley. you got these casual fans that are still going to cheer for Ambrose and still call him Dean Ambrose. And in a month, where is he going to be? Back to where he was with the Shield. Like, there's nothing for him in the WWE. I, I, you know, it could have been a WWE-produced package, like you said. Maybe someone might have did a favor for him. But I, I, you know, I, I, I kind of hope he's, you know, going to AEW. The only thing is, it, it, it looks like it costs money. You know, it wasn't something yeah. on his like phone or something. Like they put fucking time into that. And, and did you, you know, did you notice the the one when he was trying to escape the prison yard? You had the the big dog was chasing him. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! What? This AEW show is they're gonna stream the whole fucking thing for free. Yeah, Facebook, in YouTube, UK. whatever. Just no, the UK. UK, I believe is uh, they have they signed a deal with a ITV pay per view. Yeah, so like you have to pay for it in the UK, but I I'm pretty sure it said they were gonna stream it over here. No, I could be wrong. I'm I'm reading it. I'll, I'll read it right now. AEW's first show will be Double or Nothing on May 25th. Uh, television deal. American fans are still wondering how they'll be able to stream the Double or Nothing event if they don't want to fork over the cash for the pay-per-view. Now there seems to be a much easier way because the event will apparently be free. The rap reports that all Elite Wrestling Double or Nothing event won't just be on one streaming service because they plan to go all out with the free streaming. At this time, it appears that the event will be available via YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter at no cost to the fans. Hmm. How about I, that? You know, not for nothing. I mean, you got my they, attention. They they made their money at the gate. Yeah. And I don't think you know the cons. I don't think they need that pay per view money. I think this is their way of like, all right, well, we have to like like you said, they they got your attention. This is their way of catching the fans. The WB product right now is failing. At catching us, so what is AEW going to do? We're going to give you our first ever pay per view for free, so you could see what we have to offer. Therefore, we could hook, line, and sink you, yeah, and pull you in. This, this is then, their, this is their chance to make it big and fucking yeah. make you like this is different than WWE. And if they do that, everybody's going to watch what they're announcing soon. What channel they're going to be on? Yeah, and allegedly, allegedly, you know, and. Don't quote me on this, but I read articles that they are trying to sign CM Punk, which I think would be huge for them. And Even because if he did nothing but talk, that would still be big because like everybody's gonna want to see what he fucking says, you know. I mean, CM Punk is already doing run-ins at indie shows as a masked wrestler. 
You know, no, he's not. Yeah, he yeah, is. Yeah, he, they, they, it, it was. Yeah, yeah they, they showed it. Uh, but it, one thing is that what AEW is going to be, oh, like, the the totally different for wrestlers is that, from what I understand and what they wanted is that the the people were kind of in charge of their characters in a way, right? I could be wrong. Like, yeah. to where if I came in as fucking Credo, you're not going to change my <laughs> name and switch the letters and call me O'Derek or something, you know? Like it's. <laughs> I, I'm. This is me. I'm coming in as Credo. I'm. You know. I think if they have the freedom of their characters, like Kenny Omega. Granted, he's one of the seven uh, VPs or whatever. But <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, if he gets to be in charge of his own gimmick, that's a big thing. And like, if WWE doesn't offer that, why is it? Why you know, wouldn't you want to go on like a show to where you kind of were in charge? To where you've seen what people, what happened to people, where they come on WWE and they're like in a dancing fucking gimmick. Uh, I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be weird for wrestlers because at some point, you know, being in the WWE was was key. This is it. That's the king of the mountain. Now, when you like see what they do to you at the the top of the mountain, I'm gonna go to the other place where they're gonna, you know, the middle mountain right now. That's gonna let me do what I want to do, kind of a thing. You know, I don't know. It's gonna be it, like split people. You know, people. Some people like the Mets. Some people like the Yankees in New York, right? So. You're going to have people that want to, like, oh, I'm always going to be WWE. Or you're just going to have people saying, fuck WWE, I'm going to watch the other guys now. And when that happens, and it's going to be at least a few years. When they're on the same level as WWE in a way to where it, they don't need 20 shows. They need that one decent show going against WWE's number one show. And if they beat their number one show, uh, it's just going to be more for them. And I think that's that's when it'll get exciting because WWE is going to have to fucking turn it up. You know what I mean? Like, now it's the Monday Night Wars again, right? I hope it gets to that yeah. level. And we, just and we for the sake know, of wrestling for everybody. And we all know that the WWE, you know, when Vince is backed up in a corner, he'll he'll turn it up. I mean, obviously, the proof is on the wall with the Monday Night Wars. I mean, I don't think he's been in this position since the Monday Night Wars. He hasn't had an actual threat. So I don't know how... You know, if age is going to, you know, play a factor with it. But, I, you know, I, I feel like AEW is what's going to better the WB product. Yeah. I it... think the threat that they're coming with, like now that what Cooter just read, that they're going to give away their big event for free, that's got to light a fire. Mm. I mean, from and, – and People are saying there's no war happening. There's no war happening. You have Triple H, who pretty much started it from the Hall of Fame, calling it a peasant company. <laughs> I'll tell you what. By the time piss, AEW piss gets ant. up there, pissant company. Excuse me. By the time AEW gets up to there, whether it's fucking five months or a year or sooner, if they get up to that same level to where there's a decent program on, right? I cannot wait to see what Triple H does to counter them, because like. We saw what McMahon did to, to Ted Turner. Yeah. Granted, McMahon will be a part of it too, but he's up there. He's old. I mean, now you have like Triple H and McMahon versus... There's something else you're forgetting, Credo. Can't wait. Why? You're right, but he's getting up there. But he's also starting a football league next year. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Vince is going to have I'm his own. That's going to take a lot of time. You know, we, we're all hoping that he's not going to be around, but I guarantee you he's going to have a fucking hologram. Like in The Avengers, when fucking, what's his name, is talking to uh, the government, there's going to be, he's going to be a hologram at every fucking show. I'm telling you, Vince McMahon, he's going to pull it off somehow, and it's, it's sad to say, but that 72-year-old bastard is going to fucking do it somehow. 
I hope he focuses just on the XFL, but you know, you never know with this guy. Ugh. I can't find but out. I, I, trying... I think I think Triple H actually wants a war. I know. It, I don't. Th- I don't think AEW. Right. I don't think AEW wants a war. I think they just want to be recognized and you know given a platform for wrestlers to be wrestlers. But I think Triple H wants a war. I don't think Vince. I don't think Vince really realizes that they're a threat, and they're not a threat yet, nor are they competition. But I mean, when you you really have to take a step back and look at you know how unsatisfied your your actual talent is, and they're trying to leave. I'll tell you what, they, they must be on hard times because I'm on the WWE site right now and the, the advertisement for 10.30 tonight, table for three, all I see are three ring rats who married wrestlers. Like, how did this become the show? I think it's Randy Orton's <laughs> wife and I don't know who else. I can't see the names. Uh, this is what the network come to now. We're watching just the the rats of the, 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 the women. The rats. Oh, you know what? Like, Someone... I saw someone post that and I didn't really get much. I didn't really get the chance to look at it, but it Randy Orton's wife talks about, you know, what happens in Poughkeepsie stays in Poughkeepsie. Mm. And cause she met Orton at a Poughkeepsie house show. Cause she's originally from this area. Yeah. So she met him at a house show and Orton, you know, picking up women in the crowd, <laughs> just you know, found this one girl screaming his name front row. And married her. Married. I remember. We, I th- I think I was there the night he was on the. What was that? Billy Joe's when he was in Newburgh on the waterfront. Yeah, he was all over the. There was there were there was Orton sightings all over the place. Oh God, he was there. Um, Walmart, Redline Diner. The uh, the bowling alley up there on nine. Some pictures yeah. of the Shoprite. The spottings of Randy Orton. Yeah, it was weird. And then he was, like, shitting on a lot of people on Twitter because people were fucking with him. But it's like, welcome to Poughkeepsie. We're all douchebags over here. <laughs> well, it, as the time progresses, though, guys, I mean, that's what's that's, – that, we have, you know, a table for three WWE wives. Uh, something It's probably change, more though. entertaining storyline-wise than anything <laughs> that we fucking saw this week. You know, but I think Christine turned on fucking – Total Bellas or, or Total Divas or whatever the fuck it was. And like, first five minutes, I'm like, what the fuck are you watching this shit for? And I'm like, eh, leave it on. It's probably better than anything that was on Raw or SmackDown anyway. What the fuck, man? Uh, but it's an exciting time, though. I remember the Monday Night Wars, and like, I really hope AEW does great just to fucking. It's just amazing. You know, it, we grew up, though. I grew up watching Raw once a week, and then SmackDown came along. Then there was two shows on a week. But now it's like we've said it many times, Monday, then Tuesday, then Wednesday you got another hour. Uh, then Thursday, back then was Impact, like we'd go to that too. Then fr- you know, It's just, I lo- I'm a wrestling fan, I love wrestling, but I have, I'm just, I cannot watch every fucking thing they're throwing up there right now. And it's like, I watch Raw because that's what I want to watch. Then I'll watch SmackDown DVR, tape it, I'll, I'll watch NXT whenever I can. I still am so far behind on 205 Live, I'm beyond repair for that show, but... It, who's it, who's a champion? Do you even know who a champion is? Uh, is it the guy that won at uh, the guy? He, the guy who won it. Tony Nese. I mean, the, there the, you go. Is he still the champion? Yeah, uh, yeah. This guy still got a belt. Yeah. But does it, this wild does this wild card affect the two hundred five roster, or is it just Raw and SmackDown? It doesn't you know, make they, sense because it's like how many times do I want to see the same people on in, in a row? Like, 
And they, and they went against, like, you know, he said three, and all of a sudden there's, like, six or seven guys on, on like, Raw and SmackDown. <laughs> it's, it's like, don't they have an equal Raw? Like, don't they have, like, now who's going to get buried in the back? Like, who's not coming out? Like, once again, EC3, you, you debuted him how many months ago, and they're still not even using him for anything. One one ray of sunshine, though, is, I know, I know, Credo, you've seen it. I don't know if Cooter has seen it yet. But the Daniel Bryan promo about the tag division. Yes. Gold. Daniel Bryan, man. Just oh, when, my God. At least he returned. That was probably the greatest thing this week, too, is just Daniel Bryan being, or you know, just back in the in the fold of things. Just because of his promo. Yeah, exactly. If you haven't heard it, look it and up. It's software. The worst thing about it is they, and I, I've said this on the show many times, where they put so much good stuff on a WWE.com exclusive, but they don't put it on TV. That's another fucking that, thing. I gotta fucking go to the website and watch all this. Well, shit. Well, you know like, why they go the to the website to, to to do that shit to draw people into the to watch the shit show? Because whatever they got paid for the click. That's all they care about. See that the I get that, but I wish they would just play this on SmackDown, like a backstage interview on yeah. SmackDown. That would be that'd be perfect. Oh man, do you know what's crazy? Do you you remember fucking the original fucking NXT show? When fucking Daniel Bryan was on there, and the motherfucker couldn't put two words together to cut a promo. I think yep. the best thing he came up with was tap or snap. I'll make it tap, snap, or nap. Yeah, something like that. And that was the best that he could come up with, and, and now he's fucking killing it. Have oh, you seen the that way. promo? Have you seen the promo, Cooter? I I I've heard uh, like you I, have to like you literally have to watch it in its entirety. Not that long. He, he he calls it he calls the tag division what it is today. Our frustrations of the tag division. He's calling it out in that promo how they have turkey fights on holidays and all sorts of shit. It's but meanwhile you got an upside down Sheamus as a partner. So maybe you should shut the fuck up too. Now, you know what? I, you guys shit on him, but, you know, I think Daniel Bryan makes Eric Rowan a better wrestler. He's playing his part well. I will yeah. give him that. Until, wait, it's almost been three months. Time for and, another injury. And you know you know something? <laughs> I don't know how Eric Rowan has been getting away with this shit, but if you notice, every week he's coming out with, like, a different metal band shirt. He's not even wearing, like, his own shirt. Look at the T-shirts he's wearing. He doesn't have a shirt of his own. It's fucking Eric Rowan. But I'm saying, like, I don't know how he's getting past gorilla position with, like, Metallica shirts or, like, all these other... Like, he has a different metal band every week. Well, yeah. that's the gimmick. He's supposed to be, like, that that grunge Seattle fucking... No, I get that, but I don't understand how he's getting past Vince putting this on WB television. Or he thinks it's his damn fucking shirts backstage. Yeah. Oh, that's a good shirt. Who is it? That's, uh, that's yeah, Metallica. that's kind of that's that's kind of dumb though, because that would be like, like how Austin used to say, "I never used to drink the same beer two weeks in a row because I felt like they should be paying me for it." <laughs> like, it was like it was like free exposure. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like fuck you and fuck your beer and fuck you and fuck your shirts and god damn, I got some gas that I got. Oh my god. Well, Jesus. Christ. All right, that one was wet. Excuse me. Well, how about this? So you, you got to pick up ratings. You got to get people to tune in. And a guy that we've all been talking about because we haven't even talked about this yet is Bray Wyatt. Now, Bray Wyatt wasn't at Mania. <laughs> they didn't bring him back before that. And now it's this whole fucking TV fucking kill house, fun house, whatever his fucking thing is right now. And I'll tell you what. 
everybody loves it because it's it's fucking wacky. It's different. I'll tell you why. It, it's funny for a second, but then I think to myself, how the fuck is he going to incorporate this walking to the ring or in the ring wrestling like Bray Wyatt, who was the fucking brought the lantern. He was possessed by demons, did all the back walking shit, whatever. How the fuck do you translate this to pro wrestling? And I, granted, you know, the promos, whatever, I, I, they don't, I don't love them. I don't hate them. But how the fuck do you take this character now and put him in the ring and, like, what does he walk to the ring with? I hope he doesn't have to carry all these fucking puppets now. And it's like, what the fuck is he? Get to the point already. Like, how does, I don't know if it's going to work for him. I, I don't, like, I need to see what they're going to do with him at the ring. And I need to see it now because I'm, I'm, I'm just over these dead fucking rabbit puppets and whatever. Just, it's only been, like, two of them. But still, I'm, I want to see what he's going to do with this in the ring. That's all I'm trying to say. Did, did you see... The, the unhappy faces of those children at the end of this week's episode. Do you, do you know who this reminds me of? And I think Mike might catch this reference. You know Jim Norton's character, Uncle Paul? Yes. Bray Wyatt is Uncle Paul. Sure. The fucking little pedophile. Maui, He's like, wowie. <laughs> Maui, wowie, wowie. Like, Maui, wowie, something I, else. I know, uh, Credo, you and I discussed this, and I know you don't agree with this, but I really think, you know, because of the popularity that Netflix has been getting lately with the Ted Bundy Tates and the Ted Bundy Netflix special they had, how big that blew up, I think they're trying to go with that, like, secret-type serial killer where, like, he seems like a nice guy, but in reality, he's a serial killer. I'm not saying Bray's going to be a serial killer, but he comes off very creepy and very sinister, but he's very. I'm trying to find the right words for very, very calculated. Yes, I don't, I don't yes. think I yes. disagreed. Yes. I, I haven't seen the show, but have you seen that Jim Carrey promo too? He's like a school. No, he's a TV show host, I think too, and it's called Kidding. I think it's on Showtime or something like that. I haven't seen it yet, but if you Google the preview, Jim Carrey Showtime show, Kidding, uh, and I think he's like a TV show host like that. But then he has like. So whatever the kind of these fucking thoughts in his head or something, I gotta find it. But I like don't he's know. a psychopath. Yeah, in I want to see. Like at the end of the day, I just want to see what they're gonna do with him walking to the ring, getting in the ring, and how like you know I I'm, I get what they're gonna do with his promos. I just want to see what they're gonna do with him in the ring, and I I hope they hurry that up. I'm impatient. Uh, I will say this though. I mean, the Bray Wyatt has been very funny on Twitter with this character. Yeah, he has some secret thing going on too, and I can't find it. He's supposed to reveal it I Monday. I can't. I'm looking at it right now, and I don't want to go and I'm not going to read it because it's it's a couple of tweets, and it's very kind. Of, it's very confusing, and I'm still trying to figure it out. But the, the tweet he had to Randy Orton last week was hilarious. I'm just going to read it real quick. He's like, a couple of years ago, Randy Orton did some pretty bad stuff to me. He destroyed my temple, uncrowned me as the champion of the world, caused my brother to abandon me and betray my trust. Worst of all, he didn't even say he was sorry. But I'll forgive you, Randy Boo. Boo Banders. And he has the gif of him saying, Owie, Maui, Wowie. <laughs> Yowie, Wowie. <laughs> Yowie, Wowie. <laughs> Yowie, Wowie. <laughs> Wowie, something else, uh, kids. <laughs> yeah, that was that something else in the brain. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's he lost a lot of weight, though. He's definitely trimmed down a lot, he's too. Definitely looking like he's in the best shape of his life. And I, I really so, hope they know what to do yeah. with this fucking gimmick. I'll tell you that. It better be fucking like Undertaker esque if they're fucking spending all this fucking time on it. 
Know. I'm gonna give it a chance and see where it goes. No, I, I am too. I'm just so impatient to like. I'm nervous. Yeah, I think I'm just think, nervous think, that they don't know what they're gonna. The ring stuff. You know, and and you have every right to be nervous because of how they book things lately. They <laughs> they don't have don't they don't up. have the right concept of how to properly build something. And when they do have the concept, somehow they just fuck it up somehow. Mm. Yep. Like with the Sami Zayn stuff. They they were doing a good job with him, but now it's starting to get a little oversaturated. Where every week he's coming out cutting the same promo. It was good for the first two or three weeks, but now it's just like, come on, man! Like let's go somewhere with this. The you know? first week was great. It was the second week. You're just not worth it. That no, was no, no, no. The second week was when he was in his hometown. All right, it was the next third, night on SmackDown where he said, "Fucking." No, 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 the third, the third week. The third week was when it started kind of like, all right, where are we going with this? <laughs> Whatever it was. But, I mean, there's a lot of people who are MIA. We, we brought up Cedric Alexander. Has he fucking been in any matches yet? I know uh, he had uh, one like, like two Cesaro. weeks ago. Another guy, he lost to Cesaro. Cesaro hasn't been on TV. They at least, you know, you know, my argument, you know, why, I mean, I understand why Ricochet was in. The Money in the Bank match, but he lost clean to Bobby Roode. Then they, fucking, I guess they, you know, saw the complaints on Twitter from fans about that, so they had to just, you know, bury that real quick. And Bobby Roode, I, I'll tell you, son. It looked like he was I getting like, a push, too, and it's like no one's going to make him win. And I like the mustache. I do. And I think Bobby Roode should be in that Money in the Bank match. And I think they should put the briefcase on him. Because I think that briefcase will help elevate him as a heel. Oh, no, no shit. I love but the throwback, he's, right? he's the kind of guy who doesn't even need it. Yeah. If they would just let him do a quarter of what he did in NXT, he'd probably be the most overheel on fucking Raw. Yep. And I agree I agree with you 110%, but I don't think Vince is going to give him a chance unless he has that Money in the Bank briefcase in his hand. If he has that Money in the Bank briefcase, well, you know what? Let me take that back, too, because anybody who holds that Money in the Bank briefcase they've had had you know bad history of going on losing streaks before they actually you know, cash in so it, it's kind of like hit or miss sometimes well it could be worse you could be chad gable on smackdown my sleeper pick this year hey he's still my fucking sleeper <laughs> pick man he's, he's uh, sleeping uh, right now he's sleeping well you know it, 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 that's the thing guys though because what's funny is that with social media now you know what everybody's thinking and there's been people i see that are always talking good about wwe granted i mean i love it i'm not gonna bash it but if it's uh, i want to enjoy it i'm gonna fucking we're gonna say if we're not enjoying it we're not enjoying it but it's the first time i've seen so many more people that never complain about it complain about it and it's like when you see it's like when you see these people complain you know there's something wrong because they never say a bad word about them so it, it's just there's an overall consensus and if the ratings keep going down it's just more bad pr oh guess what there's a new flavor chocolate just came into town you know now they're gonna watch the chocolate ice cream everybody's sick of the vanilla and it, it all goes back to that Duke's – I always say Duke the Dumpster or fucking Doink because at that time, WWE didn't know how to evolve. They were stuck you know, with these basic characters. Then they're like, they still had to be characters. Let's have a garbage man. Let's have a fucking clown. Let's have a barber. Let's have – Let's just, have a bunch of Japanese superstars. <laughs> well, <laughs> and, and I'll bury them all, and I'll have an English broad walk them to the ring and talk for them. But that, I had an epiphany. But that's that's what it was. You know, they were their own worst enemy at the end of the day to where they just thought they had to keep creating these fucking ridiculous characters when 
you could fucking have a guy named John Doe be more over uh, than just having him, you know, be a, a, a what I don't know, a pet store owner or fucking a priest or whatever, whatever the fuck you want him to be. Stop giving him all these fucking characters, and it's like they're, I feel like they're overthinking it sometimes. And when that competition comes up, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna love it because I know WWE is gonna have to step up. But I think it's just going to be a great time for wrestling. But right now, we are at that rock bottom, gentlemen. We're, there's, there's only one way to go, and that's up. And they need to think about how to do that fast. Oh, and I know exactly what Vince is going to try to do. How long? When you're signing checks to Brock Lesnar, who, look, uh, let's be honest, is, is, a great, is a great draw, but not, shouldn't, shouldn't have a, a title around his waist. No, I 100% agree. He needs to be like the fucking. He needs Especially to be the new the phenom. Fact, the new. If you're gonna spend money like that on Brock Lesnar, why, why would you not chuck barrels of cash at John Cena right now? I think John Cena is in. I could be wrong, but I think he's in the process of making a movie right now. Right now, but I'm just saying, when that's over and his schedule starts clearing up, how long until Vince is like, listen? I need to lock you up for, the, like, the next decade and then buy you a heart. So we will keep it for another 10 years after Plus, that. John, I, I had a... I say shit compared to you, John. Uh, I, I had an epiphany. Here's the thing. Let's finish off with this fucking statement. We are all paying customers. I don't mm. want to hear about your stats, about Sucks. merchandise sales, <laughs> and your bullshit about fucking... How much this is an international company now, and they do better over it. I don't want to hear any of this. If you're going to sit there with a straight face and tell me this is a good product, I hope you've invested in a good pair of knee pads, motherfuckers, because that is some bullshit. <laughs> Not only are you lying to yourself, listen, I, I, I can't I can't say it, Credo. I, and, I was gonna. I was about to pull out a picture. And and not for nothing. I mean, and and if you're gonna try to try to stump me with stocks and merchandise sales, come at me with more accurate information. Don't come at me with bullshit information because I'll go Google it and I'll look at the stock exchange because I have an app on my on my phone for stocks. And when I was told, oh, I, I think it comes where, stock on the phone. Yeah, it doesn't matter where. You know, the ratings go, the stocks are still at 120, 100 bucks a share. And that, and when he said that, the certain someone that called me out on, on Sutton, I looked at those stocks. And I said, they, dropped, they dropped to like 80. <laughs> yep. I, think, I think they still dropped. And merchandise sales are at its worst right now. House show attendance is at its worst right now. SmackDown's attendance wasn't the greatest. I mean, it, 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 they're doing a. And didn't they just right report now. a loss for the quarter? Yes, they have reported a so, loss. So, yeah. I don't care how much money you're getting internationally from Saudi Arabia. I guess it's not enough if you're reporting a loss. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Hey, I'm going to go you know, sweep up some stuff in the parking garage at Stanford, and then I'm going to be an expert, too. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you know, uh, I'll, I'll leave it on this, guys. A famous quote from a, a, a musician, Bob Dylan. The Times... They are a changing, but they better fucking change fast, man, because fucking there's gonna be more fucking companies on the horizon, and I don't know, I don't know what's going on. How is it you get your pecs to go all the way around your back like that? (laughs) 